Welcome back to the Truth and Love podcast. It is Gordon and Brooke here. Hello. And today's episode is called Satan is Real. And we're going to be talking about how Satan is real and he's alive and doing well in the world right now. And we want to talk about how you can recognize him and then how you can combat um, his evil against us. Yeah, the number one point we want to make today is Satan is real. We're living in a world today where the the world says, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not real. Um, that's just a, a fallacy made up in this book. And yeah, just God is love, so Satan's not real. Move on. And the reality is he's very real. How do we know? Because in the Bible, in the Old Testament, says he was cast from heaven. And when you look at what Jesus said in the New Testament, he said he watched Satan be thrown from heaven to earth like a lightning bolt. The Bible is is black and white. It, there's no two ways about it. Satan is real. Brooke, when you think of Satan, um, what's the what's the image that you think most people have? I think most people think of him as a devil. I mean, you you see pictures, cartoons, um, in movies, there is evil. He looks like a flaming demon, red, evil, nasty thing. As a pitchfork. Yes. Um, <laughs> and while he is all of those nasty, horrible things, he also can be very appealing. And I think mm. that's where the danger comes in. We forget that that evil is a deceiver. And so he deceives us by looking good, by saying the right things, being the right things, and appealing to our human flesh. Yeah, you remember the other day I showed you two pictures, and one was the flaming demon that mm -hmm. just looked awful. Mm -hmm. He's the, the very typical standard picture that you see. every. If you were to Google Satan, it's what pops up, right? Uh, but then under it, I found a, the supermodel. I wouldn't say supermodel. It was a model. <laughs> he was a guy that didn't quite look as good as me, but that's okay. Uh, but it was a, it was an attractive guy uh, posing, doing a headshot or whatever. And, and I showed them both to Brooke. And I said, so how, do you remember what I said? I said, so you said, I don't get it. What are you trying to say? I said, they're both the same. And I think that was that had been working on me. And, and I also did one of a female model, too, right. just because it's not just males, right? Uh, but the Women can be the devil, too. <laughs> women can be the devil. Um, but, but it's very real. You know, right. we, we think it's much easier to think of Satan um, or it's much, much easier to think that we're following God if we don't have that devil with a pitchfork. Uh, but the the reality is, is this striking, good-looking person um, that may be an influencer that'll say and and uh, do what you think are all the right things, or or you get caught up in the moment with these people because they look the part, they 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 sound good, and everything. Well, reality is, the Bible calls Satan the great deceiver. Mm -hmm. So that model that or whatever you think, whatever image you think that's good. Um, Satan can be all over that, and that could be him because he is the deceiver. Mm -hmm. And I think that by the time you get to the destruction and you realize, hey, this is evil, I mean, he's already done his job. He's mm -hmm. made it through those things that look really good, and then he's destroyed lives. Yeah. 
Um, what's what's what do you think his goal is? I mean, we so we know we've just established Satan is very real. Everybody, and here, here's another point too. Um, I read in a book one time it says anything that is not godly is Satan. I mean, there's no in be- anything that is that is Satan is not godly. There's no in between. There's no neutral ground. That well, I'm not really going to be for God or for the devil. I'm just going to kind of coast, and then once I get to the end of my life, I'm going to pick a side, <laughs> whichever side I think's winning. It's like we just you know the Super Bowl just happened. It's like waiting until you know two minutes left in the fourth quarter to decide oh, I'm going to cheer for this team. <laughs> Um, that's, that's not the way God works, right? He, um, uh, um, there's, there's no in between. So you pick a side and it's either God or it's not God. Real simply put, you either choose God or you don't choose God. You can't kind of choose God. It's either you do it all or you don't. So that's where, that's another deception that Satan says, Hey, you know what? You don't have to pick me. Um, just kind of sit on the sidelines a little bit and then, you know, just decide who you're going to pick later. And that is that's the deceiver. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> that makes him look really good because I think it's it's easier for us to not make the decision because then we don't have to deal with with what happens after we make the decision with any judgment afterwards, and and he likes it that way. Right. So he's we so we we know Satan's real. So um, when we're looking at our world today, Brooke, what what do you think? What would you say Satan's goal is? I mean, we've we've talked about this. Um, a little bit, and a lot of people have an idea, but what would you say Satan's goal is ultimately? It would be to defeat God, to get as many people away from God as he can. Yeah, so I, I, I had somebody the other day just told me, he goes, well, Satan Satan wants to hurt us, and not maybe, but not for the reason that you'd think. It's not to cause you physical harm or or mental harm or whatever. It's not uh, to put you in a place of discomfort just for the sake of being uncomfortable because that's what people think. Anything bad is is Satan. Uh, That's that's not at all. He wants you to be very comfortable, really. He wants you to to go out and pursue all the money and, and buy all the nice things or maybe accumulate a lot of debt just for the sake of having nice things. He wants you to be comfortable to the point where you don't think you need God. In fact, I saw a sign that said, when life gets too hard to stand, kneel. And at first, it sounded great. And I was thinking about that, and I used to think, oh, what a cool sign. But, um, you know, when you think about it, you should be kneeling daily. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another deception that it sounds good, but when when you can't do it on your own, just kneel because he's there. It's like you don't wait to that point. <laughs> you and that's the deceiver. He's saying, Don't pick a side. You know, wait until wait until you get to the fourth quarter. And I and a lot of people get hung up in that and, and they don't think anything bad um should happen to Christians. Everything bad that's happening to people should be from Satan, and that's just not the way Satan works. That's not his M.O. He is the deceiver. That's right. I think that Satan gives us the good things to distract us from needing to rely on God, and then he hands us the bad things. And then he's like, okay, how are you going to deal with this now? And then then we are left to um, blame God a lot of times. And that's exactly what Satan wants us to do. He gives us these good things that makes us happy, takes our eyes off 
the Lord. And then we're in the bottom of a pit and we have to dig ourselves out. And if we haven't been kneeling to God, if we haven't been in that relationship with God daily, then it's really hard to get out. Yeah, uh, think about <laughs> think. I was just thinking about this one. So uh, Satan comes in. He's the he's the deceiver, right? So he comes in and he gives you these nice things. Or nice things happen because he's here on Earth. He's ruling Earth, right? So he comes in. He gives you all these nice things, and then um, all of a sudden he takes them away, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then he says, "No, I don't want you. You're 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 having too much fun here. I'm going to take that away." Because guess what? You might have some really nice things, and now you're going to church, and it's like, hey, you know what? God's good. Yeah, he is. But in any aspect of your life, outside of you having nice things, if you don't have them, is he good? So then, guess what? Satan doesn't want to hear that. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to hear you say, hey, God's good. So then all of a sudden, some of this stuff starts going away. But guess what? We've been going to church. So now all this nice stuff starts coming away, and, and maybe some bad things start happening. Guess what happens? Well, kneel, right? So then you kneel, but guess what? It, w- it wasn't from God to begin with, and you were following Satan. You were being deceived by the deceiver, and then all of a sudden you pray and say, hey, I want this stuff to stop happening to me, and then it doesn't happen. So then you get mad. Not you, it was me, or, or you, Brooke, or any, any, any listener all of a sudden that happens, then you get mad and you say, well, wait a minute, I've been praying and this didn't happen. So why why would God do this to me? Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Right. Why would God do this to me? Or why would he let this happen? Or, or how could God let this happen to somebody like me? Well, uh, somebody told me one time, you either want God in it all or you don't want him in it, period. End of story. If you don't want to kneel daily, if you don't want to accept God and and have God in your life daily when things are good, then how can you be mad at him if you don't think he's there when life's bad when or when you're inconvenienced or discouraged? And that's this there's a spiritual warfare going on and that's that's um that's really wreaking havoc on people and and causing Satan to win a lot of battles because he's the deceiver and he's very real. He is real and you said spiritual warfare and that really hit a nerve with me because that is the Satan that I recognize in my life. It's the spiritual warfare. And he loves to cause that in our lives, especially when we're doing something good, doing something that God has commanded us to do. He's going to intervene using spiritual warfare. I think um, as an example in my own life, as I've been doing women's ministry And um, as I've been leading my friends to Christ, I think of the spiritual warfare that has intervened in those instances. So I've been leading one of my very best friends to Christ, and it's taken years um, to get to her. And finally, I've seen um, God work in her life, and she's seen God work in her life, and she's recognized that. She's been asking questions and we've we've decided to do a Bible study together, and all these good things have been just one thing after another. Good, good, good things have been happening. Um, but then all of a sudden, our schedules get busy, and we're like, "Oh well, we'll we'll do that another day. Let's reschedule. We can do it next week. There'll be time next week." And that is spiritual warfare. Yeah, it's about like this podcast, really. We've been trying to record. Uh, we keep saying, well, how about tomorrow night? Well, how about this weekend? 
Um, ne- the next weekend, casual. How about this weekend? Well, nope that <laughs> it, it happens. This is this is a great thing, and and we can reach a lot of people. And Satan knows that, and he's saying, "Hey, how about I throw some of this stuff in your life so you'll pay attention to it more?" Yeah, I agree. I think that, um, you know, I've seen that as I've done some ladies' ministry as we start to uh, build and put on events. All of a sudden, something comes up, and maybe it's something good. Maybe it's something that we want to go to. Another ladies' ministry activity um, comes up on the same day that we're planning. And then we're like, oh, well, maybe we should reschedule. Maybe we shouldn't do this thing that God called us to do. And it makes us question what God has commanded us to do, and that's exactly what Satan wants to do. That's exactly where he wants to be, where he wants us to be, questioning what God has called us to do. Yeah, I can think of a really good example in my life right now um, where Satan is alive and and he's working, trying to work his magic. And my mom is is battling a very rare and very aggressive colon cancer right now. Um, She started treatments and uh, there's a lot of unknowns. Um, It's very rare and very aggressive. So that obviously doesn't sound like it's going to have a great prognosis. Um, but what through the course of this and and we have family and and just the interaction with people um but one of the first things that satan says to somebody in that position um i i'm assuming here is oh well you know what it's not gonna look good why don't you just give up check out check out you know it's you're gonna have a long road is it really worth it you know, and when you feel that pressure, d- does that sound like God? Hey, just give up. It's going to be hard. Just give up. And that's really hard. You know, and that's just natural for somebody um, going through something like that is is to look at their life and say, is this worth it? And if you're living for the flesh, um, if you're living for not God, <laughs> as we've just defined here, as you're living for not God, which is flesh, it's it's Satan, um, if you're in that moment, you're going to say, yeah, you know, um, and then he throws out, hey, you know what, you're saved, so why don't you just give up anyway? But what does he want? He wants to keep you from being effective and being a warrior for Christ and, and saving more souls on, on whatever time we have left. Nobody knows how long we're going to live, ever. <laughs> I mean, nobody knows that day or date, but that's how Satan comes in. So these thoughts creep in and, and the Bible says those thoughts will creep in and you, you turn them away. Um, so when Satan's creeping, and he uses these events, you can be the godliest person and he's going to interject doubt. He's going to, he's going to try to deceive you. Remember he's the great deceiver. So in this case, it's, it's like, okay, so what are we, what are we here for? And it's being mindful. How do you, 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 so we understand that Satan is real. We understand that he's not necessarily trying to hurt us. It's not necessarily Satan that has given mom cancer. A lot of people think that. They also think, well, if God's real, he could just heal her if he wanted her to continue on. Well, guess what? If God gave us everything we wanted... We wouldn't need God. We wouldn't need God, would we? We'd think, hey, we've got this made. But in in those situations, God uses this cancer that's in her life so she can reach multiple, multiple people. God uses cancer in my mom's life to excite us about doing this podcast to reach multiple 
and multiple and multiples of people and for them to share with others. And that's why Satan wants to be right there. And he's going to be working in people's lives trying to interfere because he knows the power that can come out of a testimony like that. Um, there can be a huge, huge testimony in a complete healing. Um, but the same, how much of a witness we are supposed to be for Christ when we're going through adversities and we kneel. How do we, how do we respond? Mom, she's reading her Bible every day. Um, she's kneeling before God and she's asking for that strength and, and she may be asking for healing. Um, but she knows Satan is thriving in that environment. So she's doing her best and that's what we need to do, do our best. I think that's the point that we say, God, use me. And I think that's what we've been saying all along. Um, once we found out about your mom's cancer, um, we've been asking God not just to use her, but use all of us um, however he wants us to through this. Anybody that we talk to, anybody that she talks to um, through this, God use us and let them see you. And I think that that's how we need to handle any of these bad situations that um, get handed to us, but also the good situations. I think every day um, we shouldn't just be thanking God for where we are or asking God for things. We should just be saying, God, use me in your plan. God's got it all planned out anyway. Why don't we just ask him if we can be a part of it? Yeah, the first thing you think about, like in a, in a case like cancer or, or some other disease that comes in, what's the first thing most people say? Hey, I'll pray for complete healing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, um, yeah, I'm praying for you guys. Hopefully, uh, you know, God can work a big miracle and, and clear. But you know what? The miracle might not be curing the, the disease. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of people have a hard time with mm -hmm. because why? He's the deceiver. Well, mm -hmm. you should want healing. You know what? The miracle may be reaching that friend mm -hmm. that didn't know Christ. Now, all of a sudden, this this opened the door, and now there's a soul that, is, that has been saved because this other person had cancer. I mean, there's so many ways that miracles can work. And I think we have to be careful not to be selfish. Um, I think we have to be careful to be, to want to be submissive to God's will because he's going to work the miracle. I mean, there's no doubt he will work the miracle. Um, so we have to be careful not to be selfish. So I think in order to combat Satan's evil plan, is for us to, in any situation, remember the fruits of the Spirit. Remember who God is. Um, in that moment, whatever you're feeling, are you feeling love? Are you feeling peace? Are you feeling gentleness? Are you feeling kindness? Because those are things that are of the Spirit that Satan cannot be. He does not bring love. He does not bring kindness. He does not bring peace. So if you are not feeling any of those things, then it's definitely Satan attacking your life. And there's joy. You know, a lot of times Satan can bring you momentary happiness, but there's no joy. Uh, there's patience. Yeah, that's a fruit of the spirit. If you're not patient with somebody, if you have a coworker that you're not being patient with, you know, that, that if you're not patient, remember that's not God, then it's Satan. So you be patient. There's goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. You know, do we get mad and blow up? Um, we don't want to do that because why? That's not God. That's not God. That's Satan. And like the title of our show today, it was Satan is real. Satan is real, 
but so is God. And our God is bigger than Satan. And in the end, he's going to win. Our God is going to win and Satan is going to lose. So I just want to thank you for joining us. We're so happy to be here with you. And we hope that you will join us again. Thank <laughs> you.